informative, thought-provoking, factually correct. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to This Podcast is None of Those Things, starring Brian and Elliot. Coming to you from the Dirty Dina studio in Pasadena, Texas, here we go. Welcome everybody to This Podcast is None of Those Things. Brian here and I've got Elliot with me. Hello, hello. What's the word, Elliot? I'm the guy who came up with a new slogan. Because so far, every time I talk, Patty keeps on saying, that's not your slogan. Mm. I'm like, all right. And that's just roll over and went to sleep. Oh, yeah. She's belly up. So she's she's done with us. Right. And our shenanigans. Right. It's okay, Patty. You're still the logo. Yeah, Jerry West still loves you. <laughs> you went and saw a movie that... Well, I would use the title to describe my desire to see it. Mm-hmm. And that movie is? Nope. So it was sold as a horror movie, correct? Yeah. And was that a Keegan-Michael Key? That was a Peel. Jordan oh, Peel. Jordan Peel. Okay. Yeah. Get, you know, and the thing is, there was hope because Get Out was actually pretty good. And then there was another one that he did after that It was actually pretty decent. And Lupita the Younger, who's the Oscar winner, you know, right in there, pretty good. And so there was that anticipation that okay, um, we're gonna actually have something worth watching here. So it's just gonna because the other two were like legitimately in your head thrillers, and that that was his strength. They all all of his thrillers were legitimately thrillers and not horror because I'm in the age group, I'm in that bracket where the horror was Freddy Krueger and. Jason and them. Right. Right. And, and that's not what any Jordan Peele's movies have ever been. So I like a good thriller. So to get in there and watch the movie with that anticipation is like you and I go into a place that we found out that we heard forever that was a good burger restaurant with the anticipation that the burger was going to be good. Only to find out that the burger that we were told was backyard beef style was actually that as, as thick as a sheet of paper. And the bread wasn't even, was something you could have like gotten from H-E-B in a bag of bread at the end of the session. You know, like that's kind of like where we were with Nope. Was it a thriller? Nope. Was it a horror? Nope. Was it entertaining throughout? Nope. You know, was, would you recommend it to go see? Nope. Where do you recommend that 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 you that you wait that that Brian should wait and that comes on on TV? Nope. I'm like Halloween's coming up, and I'm like, I need Freddy Krueger to come out and just kill everybody in that movie, just because. It, it was almost like they were set up to get bad reviews with that title. This is how bad it was. Because I'm gonna I'm gonna. It's not really a spoiler because I know you have no intention on watching it. When you were sitting there wanting to see the spaceship that's supposed to be, you know, have aliens on it eating people, you sitting there thinking that, like, it was going to be a legitimate, like, ship, right? In the climax of it, this ship expands and it looks like a parachute. In today's CGI, even. We've had Avengers, we've had... Alien paratroopers? You didn't even see the aliens. It was the ship transformed... It looked like a parachute, and I was like, "Seriously, windblown parachute? That's what that's that's what we got here. Y'all could have just 
And the thing, and the thing is, there were times in the movie where there were some good ideas that if they just went at that point and stayed with that, it could have salvaged it and made it entertaining to the point of possibly being a thriller. But I have a four-year-old, soon to be five, and I could have taken him to this movie, and I would not have been concerned about him. Nothing. Nightmares. Thrilling, huh? No, no nightmares whatsoever. I can see him now like, Daddy, what is that? That looks like it's a parachute. Yeah, that's what it is. So it almost sounds like the whole movie was the end of science. It was. I felt like M. Night Shyamalan. You know, like, just like yeah, it is literally like, there was like, this whole thing. You were thinking at some point, like a science, it was somehow going to get more enthralling. Intense. And all of that. And it just never quite did. And then when you finally see the big bad, whatever the big bad was going to be, you're thinking it's going to be the big bad. And then it's like. You're thinking Independence Day shit. Right. And you're thinking, and, and like, no, like, independently, some garbage. That's what it was. Like, you struggled so hard right there to make that joke. Right. It was just like, I want to say some words, but, you know, we're, we're trying to maintain our ratings. What ratings? Explicit? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, you know so I, I just kind of, it, it was like, Jordan Peele is a good director, but let's just put it this way. This was not his best work. Not even close. Shaquille is more likely to come back in the NBA and shoot eighty percent from the free throw line before this would ever be considered a classic. This, this, this won't even be considered a cult classic. Like Snakes on a Plane was horrible, but it became a cult classic. This won't even get that far. I saw that there's a new Halloween coming out. Jesus, like the Halloween, like the final battle. I thought the last one was supposed to be the final battle. Apparently not. You know, I feel about that like Ric Flair's wrestling. Which, as we speak, his last match pay-per-view is happening. That was supposed to have been the last, his last match. Yeah, hopefully it is. And the last one before that was supposed to be his last one. And that hasn't happened yet. I don't want... I mean, I'm not... I mean, I haven't... I mean, I got a confession to make. I've never watched a Halloween movie all the way through. I think I could make the same confession. I just haven't. I just had like there was Jason and Freddy. They those those were one and one A, right? So if you didn't really fall into that category, I've seen Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the original one, all the way through. The original one, not not the multiple reboots, the original one, right? Because I think the, you saw the first reboot. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're younger than me, so that that goes without saying. But the rest of that stuff, I just couldn't. Just really was like because sometimes the acting and the directing really wasn't all that good, right? Candyman saw that all the way through a couple times. The first one I didn't see the sequel. What I was going for is that there's some movie franchises still mm. moving forward. Yep, and we saw Marvel continuing to move forward. They announced Phase Five and Phase Six. Yes, they did. Phase Six has a lot of holes in it. Mm-hmm. Like, they only announced a couple movies for that. Yeah. And it'll be interesting to see what all they put in. Right. I'm I'm curious to see, you know, this year they brought out, what was it, Spider-Man? Uh-huh. And then Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Uh-huh. That one, to me, is an interesting one because... Did you see that one yet? Yeah, I saw it. Okay. I thought it was actually pretty good. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. My My... 
The thing I find interesting is that what do they do with the Scarlet Witch now? Right. Because she turned around and she became the big bad. Mm -hmm. She's presumed dead at the end of the movie, but I think we all know better. Mm -hmm. But she didn't really have a redemption. No. And I kind of kept waiting for it the whole way through the movie. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, Scarlet Witch is bad now, but she's an Avenger. She'll turn it around. Right. And she never really did through the movie. And no. I'm curious to see if they if they decide that, well, since the Darkhold has lost its grip on her because it's been destroyed, right. that now mm-hmm. she'll be okay, mm-hmm. you know, and back to her normal self. I mean, WandaVision kind of brought that into mm-hmm. the forefront of how she could very easily turn bad, and it was all of her grief and and all of that. So I will tell you this much. I think that her this is just me my speculation. I thought with um the whole cameo of Charles Xavier being X Men and all that. Yeah. And me growing up being you know, firmly in that universe. <laughs> yeah. Scarlet Witch was part was heavily part of that because she was at that at that time billed as um Magneto's daughter. Magneto's daughter. Seeing that the whole multiverse thing was opened up because of Doctor Strange and all that, right? And we see her disappear. And we do know that at some point, the X-Men are going to be re-entering the MCU. It wouldn't... It, I don't put this as a... It wouldn't surprise me if they did do that. As far as, like, somehow her spirit or whatever, they however they do the writing, it reintroduces her in that universe, per se. That doesn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me because the fact is it's a route that the Transformers did. Because a lot of the characters that you saw in the Transformers, that when the, when the movies first got started, was from when Transformers got their start underneath the Marvel banner, not the Dark Horse comics and anything like that. None of that, right? Because the people that were paying the money from a marketing standpoint were the ones that like we all grew up with, Optimus Prime and Megatron being back there, yeah. not and not any whoever else whoever else had, had the rights to them didn't know about them, don't care. So, it would surprise me if if that do I think it would happen? I don't know. But I mean, keeping what we're talking about with moving forward with some of these franchises, a character that I've been wondering when they were going to have this debut is Namor. Okay, okay, and Namor will be making his debut as part of the upcoming Wakanda Forever movie. Okay, yeah, and for those that don't know, he actually was the first. He he was before Aquaman. Yeah, he was the first. He was the first mutant inside Marvel Comics. He was the first like King of Atlantis. The whole deal like that is, is amongst the the comic book geeks. He's the one that Aquaman was copied after, and and also in terms of storyline origin. But they made Aquaman more personable, whereas Namor was not. <laughs> Namor was definitely the he was that the arrogant guy you wanted to slap. So, but I'm just all that being said, though, I'm glad that that actually happens, and I'm interested to see uh, what is going to happen with how they do the storyline with in the Black Panther movie coming up. Now, I'm not a purist with it because, in all true full disclosure, I knew of Black Panther as a character. But we didn't really have that. It was, there wasn't a market for it in my hometown of Finley. So I never saw the character at all except for like 
like maybe in the cartoons here and there, little, little, little spots. So, but from, I understand the storyline, they treated the, 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 the title Black Panther as a mantle and when the Marvel Universe, which looks like they, they might be trying to do here, that might be a speculation. So even with T'Challa's death, aka Chadwick Boseman, there was still that opportunity for that to happen anyway, based on how things were in the comics for the last 40 years of the character. So this should not be anything new in the event that it happens. I know people that are purists out there, they just got to have it a certain way. Had over, that, that ship 40 years ago had still. It's just that they're getting caught up with it. But also, the um, the mantle of Iron Man also gets transferred in the movie because Ironheart, which was a character that was debuted in uh, comics about five or six years ago, is making this debut in the movie as well. So that's going to make it... That's good. But I do like, though, is so far has been the trailer for it, which is very well done. It like It gives you the feels, basically. <laughs> Grab the tissues and such. So, talking about Wakanda, mm-hmm, forever. It leads to my next topic, right? Because Wakanda was replete with gadgets. Yes, and that is, what is the best gadget you've ever picked up off of, like Amazon or just out of anywhere? Oh, no! There was I found an attachment for my. Uh, cell phone to stand it on a tripod so I could do recordings. <laughs> like and it, that, 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 I was mesmerized by it. I was like, oh my goodness, I could actually like treat it like I do a regular camera and actually do recordings and stuff like that instead of having to get a bigger camera and set it on a tripod. They actually had an attachment for it. I was so excited. I was pleased as punch. Like the two that are sitting on the table right now? No, like I had a regular tripod. And there was an attachment I could put on top of that tripod. Oh, full-on tripod. Yeah, full-on tripod. And they could attach my phone. It could hold my phone so I could do the recordings and stuff like that. You're going to need that for future videos. Yeah, I, I, I typical old guy thing. I lost the part, so I got to get that part again. Because I found it by accident in the first place. So and I, I, I found it in Best Buy, you know. So I have to figure it out again. What prompted me on this is because I got a new gadget, mm-hmm. and I am completely enthralled with it. Yes, he is. I stumbled upon it by accident, so I'll tell you the route I got to it. Mm-hmm. I saw this stand on like a reel for a five-gallon water jug. Yes. Just a little stand that holds it up at an angle, and they had this cap screwed into it that was a little dispenser. It's a valve. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I kind of want that. Mm-hmm. And I started looking at the suspensers and and the valves and the, the stand. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then as I'm scrolling through, I see this pump. And I'm like, but wait, there's more? I, I end up ordering this pump. And it was it was fairly uh, inexpensive. I think I paid 15 bucks for it or something. Mm-hmm. It was not expensive. Let me see here. It's called My Vision um, Water Pump Water Bottle Dispenser. Uh-huh. Now it shows a bunch of lights and stuff on the side on uh-huh. the Amazon thing. Yeah, I didn't see any lights on the side. Not that I particularly care, but it's a rechargeable with a USB uh-huh. pump that you just stick on top of a five-gallon water jug. And I've been drinking a ton of water. It's so stinking hot. 
Mm-hmm. I've been going to like one of those little, you know, drop a quarter in, get a gallon places. Right. Filling up gallon jugs, and I got to handle all those gallon jugs. Mm-hmm. It's like, man, let me see if I can get the five gallon mm-hmm. and go from there. So I got this little pump. It's got a little hose that drops the whole way to the bottom. Fantastic little unit. Mm-hmm. You just press the button on top, and it pours out water till you press the button again. Mm-hmm. Freaking slick. Nice. Highly recommend it. The only thing I, I don't like at the moment about it mm-hmm. is that it doesn't really seal on the bottle. It just sits. Mm-hmm. And when I was reading about it before it came, mm-hmm. some of the reviews and the questions and answers, mm-hmm. it was saying it wouldn't work on bottles with like a screw top. Because mm-hmm. you can, I was looking all over the place for five gallon bottles. Mm-hmm. And I found some with the screw top, which would be easier to do with the mm-hmm. going to the fill-it-yourself place mm-hmm. to handle them. Mm-hmm. But it said it wouldn't do those. It had to be like the pop top, like your um, Ozarka bottles and and all that. Right. So I actually found a five-gallon bottle full already. Mm-hmm. Got that and kept the cap because you can snap those back on. Right. So, <laughs> we'll see how it works out moving forward with the filling of mm-hmm. the bottles. Right. But that that would be my candidate for the best gadget. Mm-hmm. Now, I did buy another. I went on a little cheap Amazon spree. Mm-hmm. I got a lapel mic set up for video mm-hmm. um, so that when we're recording stuff, namely Brian's beers, mm-hmm. There's a lot of extra sound on the shotgun mic that I got right. that's sitting right in front of you that I used for the disc golf mm-hmm. and for the first episode of Brian's Beers. And I think that a lapel mic might do better to get rid of some of that extra noise. Right. So my plan is to try that next time I film that or the next time I film any kind of video mm-hmm. that I need to be using the GoPro. Mm-hmm. So... We'll see how all that works out. But I had to then buy another adapter because it came with a Apple adapter. I'm like, no, I need an Android adapter. And it says the instructions. Oh, sold separately. No. Like, come on. Why they don't give you the stupid Apple stuff. They should have let you choose. Mm-hmm. Like, do you want it with an Apple adapter or an Android adapter? Right. So we'll see how that works out. Mm-hmm. At one, at some point, maybe we'll record the podcast with it and mm-hmm. see how it works with us both having lapel mics. Right. That is my uh, that water pump though is it's just clutch. Right. They need they do need to invent one though that has cooling automatically. Mm-hmm. That would be super clutch. It would also probably be expensive as I right. get out. This is a discussion we had a couple nights ago. You had a suggestion. Right. And it is what comic book character. Oh. Do you think you are? Okay. Or most closely resembles you? All right. And so you and I had different answers for me. Right. As my answer was Kingpin. Uh-huh. Especially the Vincent D'Onofrio version. Right. From the Marvel Netflix series. Right. And you said Big Guy. Right. From X Factor. Which is just the goddamn most generic ass named character I've ever heard of. Right. But, again, you have to be a comic book geek, possibly, to know who this character is. But, I because I'm, I'm an X-Men mutant fan until the end, at least the, whenever I was following and found this guy. And he 
is bald, wears wire rim glasses, is super strong, <laughs> right? And he can be, his character was one that was, he'd kill you with a smile on one end and also knock you out on the other side. Very much the whole, basically, he's, he basically, I'm looking at Brian in the comic book. It was one of my favorite characters. He was one of my favorite characters in there. And I actually had one of the best rivalries of like the Hulk versus fights. I mean, there was Hulk versus Thor, that's a good one. Hulk versus Cable, that's a good one. Hulk versus Apocalypse, that's a good one. Hulk versus Big Guy was one of the best ones, right? Because in in it, the like which when Hulk gets angrier, the stronger he gets. Big Guy was a mutant who was naturally strong already. That was he was already superhuman strong, but he got stronger because his strength was fueled by kinetic en- energy. So every time Hulk punched him, he got stronger. And so, and so, so the angrier Hulk got, and the stronger he got, the better it was for the big guy. Right. So they basically <laughs> take the damage. Yeah, they fueled each other's rage. That fight went on forever. It was like you couldn't <laughs> get enough of it. Right. So yeah, that was it. Was fun. So Elliot, who do you think you are from comic books? I would say Wolverine. It's funny because I thought the same thing. Mm-hmm. Although I think we have different reasonings. <laughs> Wait, no, Wolverine is short, and here, for the most part, he operates as a loner. I mean, he has he has, he does have friends, but the friends that he has, those friends have earned that position. They didn't just give them that, right? And for the most part, the ones that are his friends kind of reflect him to a degree because they basically, op- if they're not doing something with him, they have no problem with being alone. So, so the, it's that type of deal with within that. But so he was, he never really quite fit. And growing up, I never, growing up, I identified with that because I didn't feel like quite fit. And I know I'm older now from then. And I'm like, still don't feel like quite fit. There's only a couple of people, only certain, I'm very specific about who I hang out with, who I talk to, who I interact with. And most of the people that I do are as blunt and direct as I am. And we, get along and then we might argue but then we get over it and we go out for drinks we have something to eat and we get whatever like that is it and that's but that they extremely loyal got your back be with you like give you the last if i got my if i'm on my last dime give me that i could and, and i can say that you know there's and just like wolverine you know wolverine there were times that he did that for people that he thought that he had his back and and got burned had that happen to me before you go too much deeper into uh mm-hmm. emotional and serious waters i'm gonna give my reasonings for you being wolverine Lit. <laughs> short mm-hmm. grumpy mm-hmm. and willing to get in a fight yep quickly and so wolverine very much so with his adamantium claws mm-hmm. you more so with your mouth <laughs> As you are willing to throw down verbally at the drop of that, like he is with his claws. Mm-hmm. The last thing I have for us, and I'd like to make this a little bit of a, maybe a regular recurring thing, okay. is misnamed product. Products that have have a name that just, no. Mm-hmm. So the first, honestly, the first ones I have... Mm-hmm. Are from the frozen food aisle. Okay. I think there's a ton of these out there, and I think we'll be able to find more. But mm-hmm. I think 
as a good little starter, let's just start with the Hungry Man Dinner. The reason the Hungry Man Dinner is misnamed, mm-hmm. it's maybe it's perfectly named, because after you eat the Hungry Man Dinner, you will still be a hungry man. <laughs> I don't know who they think they're feeding with this. Mm-hmm. Their target market, the big hungry man, mm-hmm. is just going to get pissed off by eating this. And there's a whole slew of these, like I said, mm-hmm. in the frozen food aisle. You've got mega meals. Mm-hmm. They're not really big. They're not mega. Mm-mm. They're barely meals. Right. You've got Hot Pockets Big and Bold. What? I mean, and all it is is that it's another version of an empanada. Or or a meat pie. Or a pasty. Talk about misnamed products. So, (laughs) I like, they're all the same. Here's here's my thing about the, uh, the Hot Pocket Big and Bold. They don't need to make Hot Pockets any bigger. Because when you cook that thing in the microwave, Huh? The middle's already still frozen, mm-hmm. while the outside is boiling. Right. How do you not make that problem worse by making it bigger? Right. The best thing to do with a hot pocket is put it in an air fryer. Oh, I believe that. I mean, I feel like that's a default setting for everything. Yeah. J- j- put it in the air fryer. Yep. Jay is the one that got me put onto that. Man, let's see. I got one. I got two more. This one I found, Old Folks Country Sausage. Is it made from old folks? Like, why would you call it Old Folks Country Sausage? Well, you did find it You did find it in Texas, right? And Texas does have been, there's been like 20 Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies. So, I know. And they, and they serve human chili in those movies, right? So it's not, and Texas seems to celebrate that movie, so it's not that far of a... You know, that maybe we should consider that that might be a real thing down here. I mean, I have concerns. I would, too. I mean, we all knew that, you know, because we're... Because I would be concerned. Like, is, do they also have an old folks country gravy? Might be. Old folks, like, you know... I'm just saying, like, what's that gravy made out of? And like, I'm telling you, right, like, cost of uh, food has been going high. Sometimes you need to just, you know... Mm-hmm. And, just read the nursing home for no, me? Exactly. Jesus. That went dark. <laughs> Didn't we start this? We started this episode talking about horror movies, so there we go. Right. We've come full circle. And it, it, it would be the perfect, the perfect movie for it would be called Goodbye to Grandpa. Oh, my. <laughs> like, oh, my. Or Dinner with Grandma. We're having Grandma for dinner. <laughs> exactly. Great. That's great. You're having your grandma come over for dinner. No, no, no. She is dinner. Uh, right. That's messed up. That's messed up. No, great Aunt Pies. Oh, no, 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 no. We're not going to. She's baked. No. <laughs> She's from California. All right. And, like, and, it, and, and, and have her, have her on the cover with a, with a, uh, a blunt in her hand, like, keep it lit. There was, I actually, I remembered one more I saw. It was a, a cauliflower pizza called Mighty Crust. Oh, Jesus. And I'm like, I've made cauliflower pizza from scratch multiple mm-hmm. times. Mm-hmm. That crust is not mighty. Like, you are eating that with a fork. Yes, you Because 
You are not picking that up mm -mm. like a regular slice of pizza. No. That is that is called fallover crust. Right. It's called disintegration crust. Last but not least, lean cuisine. First off, the amount of sugar and salt in lean cuisines is ridiculous. Yeah, cardiac arrest. And the only reason that you could defend them as a quote-unquote diet food right. is because the serving is so damn small right. that if you eat one of those, yes, you will lose weight because you will be starving to death. Right. Like, you've got to eat, like, five of those. Right. <laughs> and they just, just call it some lean cuisine because like, eat your children. <laughs> like... We'll see what other uh, misnamed products we can find mm -hmm. and drop those into episodes once in a while. Mm -hmm. I think in our next episode, we are going to have the return of what chaps my ass. Right. I think we will be getting ready by then for the greatest rock band of all time bracket. Mm -hmm. And we are still waiting for nominations for that. We have a couple. Yeah. Uh, do not nominate Nickelback. I, I think they have to make the bracket. I mean, I like Nickelback, they but are, I don't, they they're are pop, not They're one of the best-selling rock bands of all time. Yeah, but And that's the thing. That's that's the thing is, like, what I've been fretting over is do I, do I, how do I categorize these brackets? I don't know if I can do regions like we did with the movies. Uh I don't know. There's just so many out there. It's going to be wild when it comes to selections and seating. Yeah, because here's, here's the thing. Talk about uh, culture of, of music changes. Like, ACDC growing up was considered hard. But now it's the, it's pop music. It's just as much considered pop as Nickelback, right? And even though ACDC is old enough to be their daddies, like, and probably could still whoop their ass in a fight. It's still like, you know, when, I, when I've, I've heard some of this stuff that's gone out there that's considered hard now, and I'm like, oh, Lord. Oh. This is. Saw something the other night. That was, that, this, this is harsh. <laughs> I mean, I remember there was a time that, 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 that growing up, these were the hard, these were the hard, hard bands. It was ACDC, we're talking Corn. Uh, Metallica. Metallica. Um, Guns N' Roses. Yep. Right? And those would be considered pop music now. <laughs> right? I and, mean, like... Well, and that's the thing, though. And that's... For a very long time, rock music was pop music. Mm-hmm. And so that's, that's where it's going to get interesting, especially when I get into stuff prior to probably 2005. Yep. Is... Was Led Zippelin is your heart. It. Send your nominations to us mm -hmm. either on our Facebook page at None of Those Things mm -hmm. or in the Dirty Dina Studio Facebook group. Mm -hmm. You can send them to us on Instagram at This, That, Those. You can hit us up on Twitter with your nominations at This underscore Those. Mm -hmm. Or you can even email them to us. This podcast is None of Those Things at gmail.com. Check out our YouTube channel. We got some stuff up on there. And thank you again for listening. We will see you next time. Bye.
Bye.